You're like a circle that floats around me, keeping me safe and sound. And when I fall, you've tied a rope to me. You're blessing me every day. I was down with an illusion, like a sparrow with broken wings. But now I shine with your reflection on me. Getting back up on my feet That you showed up Was written in my palm You are a statement Explode like a bomb I get to push myself To victory You make me winner You got me losing Send me One good Evening, everyone in the US, and good afternoon, everyone in Australia. You're back listening to Radio Tony, and you're live on the show Everyday Business. Just for those listening in the background on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitch, we have Payo in the Philippines ready to answer your questions and send you links if you need them. Welcome back to the show. And this week, I am delighted to have a friend of mine, Christine Innes, on the show. And before I introduce you to Christine, I just want to tell you a little bit about her. So, Christine, she's definitely had a few lemons thrown her way. And it wasn't like some lights were switched on and Christine became the woman that she is today. So much happened that led her to this pathway. There are numerous life events that took place from being broke and broken to a toxic relationship and marriage. Life dealt Christine a number of blows. She was tired and worn out, had a broken record playing in her head. Questions needed to be answered and Christine kept asking herself, who am I without my job title? What am I going to do next? She wanted to find the answers, so Christine needed clarity. She needed to take back control of her life again, and so she made a decision. Time to get back in the driver's seat, take control of her life, and reset her internal GPS, change the direction of her life. Dreams plus action equals reality. Hello, Christine, and welcome to Radio Tony Everyday Business. Oh, hello, lovely. I'm so excited to be here. So, and just to chat with you today. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm really particularly glad to have Christine because we actually have a strategic partnership together and we'll talk about that a little bit further in the show. Uh, Christine runs an international magazine called The Corporate Escapist and we'll tell you about how that all started But first off, Christine, let's talk about that time in your life when you decided that things need to change. Where were you? What was going on? What was happening? Oh, okay. So it was probably around about six years ago, I had finished working in the corporate world. So I got told that I could never work again. And, you know, my health was very very bad. I got diagnosed with two life-changing illnesses. And I also realized that so many other things were happening around in my life. And one of them was I was in a very toxic marriage. So after leaving the corporate world and what I say, a not so gracious exit, and then obviously leaving my marriage, um, I ended up having to file for bankruptcy. And by that time I was sleeping on my parents' couch just to, you know, really get myself back to where I needed to be. And obviously being around family, I was very fortunate to have very, supportive family around me but 
it really just started that I was at that point where I'm like going, asking those questions, who was I, what did I actually want to do and where did I actually want to be? And I wanted to be able to create a life for myself where I was in control of it because I'd always had this perception in life that you go to school, you either get a job or you go to university and you literally work and it's not until you retire do you have fun. And I wanted to call BS on that. I thought, you know what, there's so much more to it. I've just been through so much in my life that I knew that there was something more calling for me and something that inside of me that had to come out. And I decided that it was only me that could do it. And I read books, I listened to so many YouTube channels and just discovered and found out what worked for me and really went on a a healing journey of, you know, uncovering so many stories that I told myself and wanted to escape as such. And, you know, one of the big questions was, was who was I? And I actually decided that it wasn't who was I? It was actually who I wanted to be. Who was the woman I wanted yeah. to step into and become? Um, and that has led me onto such a beautiful, incredible, very hard journey, but it has been so worth yeah. it. So I love it. Christine, I want to touch back on that, that concept of the stories we tell ourselves and what happens in terms of our thinking. Um, are you happy to share with the audience some of those things that used to run through your mm. mind that were really quite destructive? Yeah. Look, I've always been a bigger girl ever since I was younger. And there's always yeah. been this sort of, you know, perception and you look at, you know, the magazines and, you know, when I was growing up, yeah. we didn't have the internet. So it was always magazines and you would always see, you know, the, the models that were size eight and you never really saw women who were naturally beautiful and you would always then compare yeah. yourself to all these different people. And I really believe that that was one of the biggest stories in my life, that size mattered and I needed yeah. to really overcome that and to let go, to go that, you know, I have my own beautiful qualities within myself that I needed to focus on opposed to really what other people thought and really being happy within myself. And when I did that, I started to attract incredible people because I was radiating this happiness and people were going, I want what you've got. And it it really changed. And one of the other big stories was the fact that, you know, it's okay for you to be different. It's okay for yes. you to stand out. And you don't have to be out in social media like, you know, both you and I are. Yes. It's okay yes. for you to step into your own power. And I remember my mum used to always say to me, Christine, you talk a lot. You talk way too much. You know, you're foghorn, you're this, like that. But now I'm like going, that is my superpower. Yeah, but that was my superpower. So what I was told I was too much as a child has actually become my superpower now in life. So I've really been able to change all of those stories and gone, you know what? It's okay because I know who I am and I'm very comfortable with who I am right now. And I've let go 
of those stories and there's still more that I know that's going to come up later down the track as I continue to work on myself. But I do believe that they're two of the most pinnacle stories that have come up of like what I was told I was too much of but also to how I was perceiving myself against the world and opposed to just really loving on myself more. Yeah. And it, it, it for, for the audience that may not have be familiar with that whole idea that you have stories running through your head, it's not until you stop or life forces you to stop and you start to notice the stories that you tell yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, I can't do this. And it actually takes work, doesn't it, Christine? You actually have to really be conscious of those thoughts in your mind and you then have to consciously flip them to change the script. And once you start doing that, your life starts to change. So there is a bit of hard work, but then you start to change the way you think. You become more positive, more understanding, more. And so for me, I was always told that I was, um, that I loved too much, I trusted too much, and that I was too sensitive. And again, that's my superpower. I am generous to a fault. I am loving and kind. But I didn't think that those were good things because of that script that was running in my head. But now I know I have a big heart. I have a big, loving, kind, caring heart, and that's okay. That's who I am, and I have learnt to embrace that and see it as a big positive versus a big negative. Um, Christine, on this self-discovery and, I guess, healing journey, wasn't it? It was about healing your mind and soul and body that was pretty battered up at that time, wasn't it? It was. It, it really was. I look at it a very holistic overview because I think, yeah. like he said, it's it's really hard just to think of if you want to just heal your body, say physically um, as such, it is also the mindset that you have. And I know that that word mindset is still a very it's new trendy. concept, mm. you know, for people to get it. But if you just take five minutes out of your day and you think about what you say in your head and mm-hmm. then you ask yourself, would you say that to your best friend? Then yeah. most of the time you wouldn't do that. So for me, yeah. it's about changing how I even talk to myself or what those thoughts were coming yes. up in there because that had to heal a lot before I could do any other type of healing as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that they don't still come because they do, don't they, Christine? They still come from time to time and they almost surprise you. When you've done that level of work on your mindset, um, they become rarer and rarer, but they still come. There'll be a conversation with someone or someone will say something to you on social media or any combination of, of, of things could happen. And you're taken right back to the way you were. But the difference is you now have skills, knowledge and understanding that help you flip it and go, whoa, no, wait here. No, 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 that's actually not true. I, that's not true. And you flip it. Whereas before, when you weren't conscious, it would just play and get worse and worse and worse. And 
we as women in particular beat ourselves up over the silliest things because at the end of the day we're all very unique human beings and we have a right to exist and love and experience life in a very unique way Um, and we're so hard on ourselves and I'm hearing from you Christine you're really tough on yourself as well oh I was Worse than probably the bully at school. Like, honestly, the, yes. the things that I would allow myself to go down to that sort of rabbit hole, I guess, yes. it was it was pretty bad. And, you know, I still have moments now when, you know, you still have to dust yourself off and, you know, get back up and do it. Yes. Um, but, you know, like you said, you start to have this sort of toolbox um, that you can rely on and go back to to be able to help you yes. deal with what's coming yeah. up. And I think I think that's the most crucial thing is that there's so many different things out there. There's different modalities or different teaching techniques or, you know, but you need to find out what works for you um, because, yeah. like I said, we are all such unique individuals and find what works for you because what works for me is not going to be the same as the person next to me. That's right. That's right. And it is very much a discovery and getting to know you better than you've ever known yourself before and then trusting in that knowledge. Once you seek and find that knowledge, you need to trust it and depend on it and don't allow others into that space. Um, You know, that self-discovery journey is very precious and very Christine and what you discovered whilst it is possible to help many, many other people. Its sole purpose is to help you and drive you towards your passion. And so I know during that time and over that period, you started to discover something that you were passionate about. What was that, Christine? Look, what I found is that, you know, similar to you, as I have this, you know, inner desire to help people. And I remember yeah. my mum always telling me a story. I was in a, you know, a race at school and my I was coming first and my friend fell over and I stopped and I picked her up. And it's sort of like it, there's something that's ingrained in you when you're younger. And I really wanted to always help people. And as I started yeah. learning more about myself, um, you know, as the universe, I always believe now the universe sends me signs and I saw something come yes. up about life coaching. Then I sort of like, yes. okay, well, what can I do? What can I do? When I started coaching people, but there was still something inside of me going, no, there's more. Yes. And I yes. put my story up there on social media. And this is literally how the business all came about. And it's about people following their passion that it's okay for you to stand in your lane. It's okay for you to be so different to other people and you don't have to have a traditional business. You don't have to, you know, just go to school and get a job. You can do so much more with your life. It's about you being lit up and inspired every single day. And what I like to say is you can live the same day on repeat over and over and over again because it just lights you up and you just want it. Um, So it's the opposite of the Groundhog Day, like as you would you know, for yes. me back in corporate, it would, I'd get up at the same time. I'd literally have the same type of routine. Um, by the end of the day, you're just like, okay, I'm going to sleep and you're doing it all over again. Whereas now I get up and yeah. I'm like, 
I can't wait for the day to start. I literally can't wait for who I'm going to meet, who I'm going to talk to, you know, the clients I get to work with and the people I'm now surrounded by. And that's what I want for everybody. Yes. And that that idea of surrounding yourself with people who enrich your life, who bring happiness and positivity, it's so important. And um, as you know, Christina, I've had to do a bit of that cutting people out of my life or not giving them so much access to me because of the negativity that they bring. That's hard to do. Mm. But the the positive from that is that it brings happiness and, and positivity and joy into your life. And doesn't everyone want that? Doesn't everyone deserve that? So, Christine, you um, you not only coach people, um, do you coach people from the knowledge you gained in the corporate world um, or do you combine that knowledge with the knowledge that you learned on your self-discovery journey? It's both because it's really yeah. interesting that I did not realise the amount of learning that I had from the corporate world. And it's really great because yes. then I can use that in my business now myself, yeah. but then I can help people who are sort of transitioning from corporate to their own business as well yes. and, you know, help with systems and processes. But, you know, there was still a lot of, you know, mindset stuff that, you know, you don't realise mm-hmm. you're learning um, on the job until yeah. you, you've, you've left. Um, so those skills, but also a lot of it comes down to the skills that I've learned along my personal journey and that I'm continuing to learn every single day as well. Yeah, yeah. So you embarked on um, the journey of starting to coach people. Can you tell the audience what transpired after that? Yeah, so beautiful thing happened. Um, as I said, I started sharing my personal story on um, social media because everyone's going, you look so different. What's going on? Um, now, I did change my mm-hmm. hair colour. So it was, you know, it, some of it was that. I went from blonde to being dark. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, a lot yeah. of people were saying there's this lightness around you that you you seem calm. And I was always high strung. I'd always had to, you know, yes fidget and I still do that now but there was just something where I was just I don't want to say it was anxiety because I don't feel it was that but it was always anxious but now there's this sense of calm and I as I said you know started sharing my story and instantly I had people from all around the world going this is what happened to me I had to leave my job this is what it was I thought wow, it's not just me and yeah. it wasn't just women. It was men as well and yes. it hit a chord. So I started the Corporate Escapers TV show. I started a web TV show on YouTube um, and I was inundated with people going, I want to be on a show. I want to share my story. I want to tell yes. it. Um, I yeah. turned that into a podcast which got picked up by Apple, Spotify and Google and then last year I did a beautiful meditation and I saw magazine covers and I thought, is this the next journey? And I had to really sink into it. Yes. Um, and then yes. June last year I launched the Corporate Escapers magazine and really turned it into this beautiful, ever-expanding now um, digital media company. Yeah. 
Um, the Corporate Escapists, um, it is a beautiful digital magazine. And I guess for the audience, this is where Christine and I decided to combine what we do to give value to our clients in terms of giving them a broader base from which to reach the world. Because there's no reason why someone in Australia can't have a following, a business, clients all over the world. And if anything happened in uh, 2020, it was that uh, concept that we are a global community. And particularly for Australia, we tend to be the down under faraway place that is not really, you know, Europe and America are relatively close. Um, Asia's connected to the back of, of Europe and, and et cetera, et cetera. Whereas Australia is this great big island at the bottom of the world, hours and hours flight away from anything. And sometimes we can feel a little isolated. But you discovered, like I discovered, that if you have a wonderful product, then it can be worldwide. So tell us a little bit more about the magazine, Christine. Uh, the magazine, like, honestly, I'm... I get goosebumps still now going, is it yep. all happened? Um, but we have a, a beautiful magazine that comes out. It's a digital magazine and we produce yep. it every two months and we have men and women from all around the world that are literally just sharing their story in a very authentic way. Yep. So you get yep. to share you and get to share about your business so that you can then connect to other people all around the world. So not yeah. only if it gets you out there as an industry expert, but you get to share your story in this authentic way. So it's not, yeah. you know, selling as such. It's more of sharing the stories. And I'm all about stories and, you know, very similar to you, Tony, that stories inspired me. Storytelling. Stories, yeah, it allowed me to connect and, you know, resonated. So it helped me. And now I want to help beautiful heart centered business owners share their story as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christine, the magazine's got quite a following in the US. So, um, and the reason I mention that is because the, my audience is also uh, predominantly beautiful Americans. Um, we have um, both on the my website and Christine's website details of how you can connect with Christine to be part of her beautiful magazine. Um, Christine, do you think there'll be a time when you feel drawn to do it more than second monthly? Do you see a time when it could go to every month's publication? Yeah. Well, we started off yeah. every three months and then we went to every yes. two months within by the second issue because we just had so many people reaching out for people. us. Yeah. Um, so I do feel probably, you know, next year in 18 months that we will yes. be going monthly because there is so many stories out there. And like you said, it's global. Yes. You know, regardless yes. of your culture or background, you know, it, it's the same story is that we want to wake up we want to feel inspired and yes. you know everybody's different you know your story may not you may not resonate with me but you may resonate with Tony or you may resonate with somebody yes. else so giving yeah. you the variety of who you can connect with and you know really read their story and resonate with them that's the beautiful opportunity yeah Christine have you got some favorite stories from the publication so far have you got oh. any standout ones that just really, I know, look, 
honestly, people, there's so many beautiful stories in that magazine. This will be a tough ask, but I'm going to ask yes. it anyway. <laughs> are there some favourite? Are there some favourite stories that yeah. stand out for you on the journey so far? There is. There are quite a couple that really do stand out. Obviously, there's like you've been in the magazine, which you know. Obviously, I think from the time that we've met and sharing your story, so yes. your story really resonates with me because we've both come sort of you know from that place of service, even as we were growing up, and you know have turned yes. that into a business. There's an incredible gentleman who has um, been on the um, TV show a couple of times and also been in the magazine. And Raj, he's actually in the States. And I don't think he would mind me sharing his story, but it's more about just the corporate stuff, but it's more about him being disowned by his family because he's Indian. He moved to the US. He married an American lady. And, you know, it's more than that. And, you know, the the struggles and that he's had to go through, but how he's been able to do that with, for me, it's such grace and dignity and, you know, being able to yes. take that and turn that into it and create a beautiful business. Um, You know, he helps people in the tech industry and, you know, he's now yes. written a book. So to see that journey, like for me and how you could have just been going, well, the world owes me, but being able to turn it into such a positive way, that has really stuck, you know, stuck with me quite a lot. Um, Yeah. And uh, one of the others is, um, you know, a good friend of ours is also Tracy Horton and, you know, just the way that the grace and dignity again of what she's been, she's gone through in childhood and now is using all of that trauma to be able to now help so many other people. And I think that's what really resonates with me is that there's always going to be something and it does not have to be doom and gloom. It's just that pinnacle moment that happens in our lives that we go, you know what, I can use this now to help other people. And they're the stories that really, yes. you know, get yeah. me because I'm like going, you could have gone and turned it into what I call victim mentality and gone poor me, yes. but used it in such a positive way to help so many yeah. people around the world. So they're, yeah. they're my, some of my absolute favourites. Favourites. Because when tragedy strikes or you go and have to walk through something that's particularly horrible, there is always a choice. There's a choice to um, deal with it and heal and then use it to help other people or become stuck in a cycle of this is terrible, this is bad, I can't, you know, there's that opportunity always when we come to those crossroad moments in our lives. And I guess six years ago, you never would have entered your mind that you would have um, such an amazing worldwide magazine, would it? No, no. I honestly thought that just following the corporate ladder was what I had to do. Um, and yeah. I'd always gone from job to job. Like my son was three months old when I went back to work full time. So I never even had yes. maternity leave. So yeah. that was one of those stories, you know, like we talked about yeah. that you just work. This is what you have to do. Yes. Um, so I always say that everything that's happened to me has been an absolute blessing. And that blessing is because it's allowed me to inspire and encourage other people but it's also led me into this very beautiful business and now I get to meet incredible people all around the world. Yeah, yeah, I, I, have, to, I have to agree with you there that 
that idea that there you can meet in your daily work, you can talk to someone in the UK, someone in Canada, someone in the US, someone on the other side of Australia, all in the passage of a day. And each one of those conversations is uniquely beautiful. And um, I'm like you, a, a, a storyteller, and, and I love to tell people's stories, particularly those around business that have used whatever life's thrown them to turn it into something else. And those people that are creating amazing things from lemons, life lemons, I guess you'd say, yeah. um, which is one of your sayings. Um, Christine, you've also published a book. Can you tell the audience about that? Uh, I was invited to be part of a collaboration. So there was myself and 15 other incredible, beautiful women from all around the world. And it's called Yes, I Can, 16 Success Secrets from Women, Amazing Women Around the World. And it really yeah. was something that I had thought about, but never thought that it would, you know, come to, yes. you know, the reality of it. But it was a great way to not only share my story in a different platform, but also to be part of this amazing collaboration. And mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. one of the big things in business is that so many people think that when you work with other people, that it's all about competition. Who's better? Who yeah. is going to, what's in it for yeah. me? Like, why am I going to get out of it? But we need to talk more about collaboration. And that really yes. shows me how, you know, people can come together and we're talking women all over the world. So I'm in Australia, yeah. they're in the US, there's Canada, there was the UK, there's a couple of other different mm -hmm. countries in there. Like it, it just showed you that we can all come together for one project and share in the celebration together and yes. really celebrate everybody else's success as well. Christine, I think that's been one of the surprising things for me to discover was in the absence of competition, collaboration uh, works so much better. When you collaborate with someone, you're leveraging not only your network and knowledge, but their network and knowledge. And it doesn't just double the impact, it triples and quadruples the impact of the ripple effect across the world. It was surprising for me to discover because I'd grown up in a, in a competitive world where you compete for your um, place in society, where you compete to against other businesses and where you compete for people's time and attention. But it doesn't have to be that way. If, if you collaborate with someone, and this is where the power of what Christine and I decided to do um, was to show some leadership, uh, particularly for women in business and women entrepreneurs, that collaboration is a powerful, wonderful way to generate connection and deliver help and support across a wider base. So the collaborative effect just booms out bigger and better than that idea that we are competing against each other, don't you think? Oh, I completely agree. I want to let people know that, you know, when you do a collaboration, it's an exchange of energy. It really is, yes. you know, a beautiful exchange of energy. And, you know, there's some things that I've learned along the way about collaborations as well. 
But like you mm. said, you know, the biggest thing in business is abundance mindset. And if you go into it thinking that if you do a collaboration with somebody, they're going to take all of your clients with it. First of all, you don't even have the right mindset um, because there is how many billions of people in the world that, like I said to you before, somebody's going to resonate with you. Somebody might resonate with somebody else. And, but there's always going to be clients for you. So you need to have that right abundance mindset to be able to do collaborations because you really are like helping and supporting other people. And um, I I guess that's what I really love what you and I have created is that, you know, we're both, yes, we have very similar, you know, services, but we do it in such a different way that there is no competition. It's just us both supporting each other um, and helping that client even rise up even more. Because at the end of the day, that's how our ethos is the same, that the the people we work with, we want to get the best results, the best for them. And if we can do that by joining together, like who wouldn't do that, you Mm. know? So it enables the both of us to have a bigger impact on the world. And at the end of the day, that's what we want to want to do, Christine. Um, I just I want to change tactics a little bit here um, for um, the US in particular. There, at the moment in Australia, there is what I would like to describe as a rising of feminine energy. And Christine, can you feel to that rising of feminine energy and women stepping into their power? Do you feel that as well? I really do. And I think that there's there's two ways for me that I see it is because when I left the corporate world, I was in a very masculine energy environment. Mm. And there was yeah. a lot of times where you could not speak up, you could not show it, or they would even say, oh, you're too yeah. emotional, you're just a girl, what do you know? But yeah, I feel that this femininity and this, you know, rising of our beautiful energy is so needed in the world but yeah. also in workplaces as well that when we can step yeah. into our power, I think it's going to help businesses grow a lot more as well and one thing that always stuck with me, I worked for a, a beautiful corporation and they said, we should never answer the phone asking for your customer number. We should ask them for their name. And yeah. so many big corporations, when you call up, they would say, well, what's your number? Yes. What's your customer number? They don't talk about yeah. their name. And I feel as that when we start talking about, you know, the feminine energy, it's about being personal. It's about really getting to know yes. people and connecting yeah. in a really heart-centered way and showing yeah. that empathy and compassion so much more yeah. and letting go of the dictatorship, I guess, that's sort of coming through. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I do feel like there's a beautiful rise of it and we just need to allow yes. it to come through in every aspect. Yeah. Yeah, because for for people listening, then there always needs to be a balance of masculine and feminine and there should be a balance in our own individual lives, but there needs to be balance across the board in business, in corporations and in governments. And if it's not balanced, if we are not getting the female perspective, 
that's when things become very unbalanced. And Christine and I, in the last week, have observed Australian women starting to march and protest and protest in a gentle, wonderful, non-combative way to say that some of these things must change. You cannot make decisions for a nation by cutting out 50% of the decision-making base. And it's not going to uh, diminish the decisions that you make. They're only going to be better by having a female perspective. So, Christine, reflecting back on your corporate world, do you think that corporations who embrace the idea of a balance of energy and that flows through to female leadership and making sure that they have an equal number of female uh, represented in their leadership and across their teams. If we start to get that right, do you think that that in turn will only um, empower corporations to do better? And and it has a, a monetary value to it too, doesn't it, Christine? I agree. I think there's so many benefits for it. And one of the big things that I found when I was in leadership is the fact that they wanted you to be sort of clones of other leaders. And regardless of whether or not you're a male or a female leader, it's about owning who you are and lead in your way. Because like we've said, that you have your own superpowers and you can bring that out to everybody. So I think that's probably the first step in any corporation Mm -hmm. is the fact that they need to allow their leaders to embrace who they are and to lead authentically. And when we allow both the feminine and masculine energy to come in and both men and women have it and we need to allow that to come out, is that the creativity Mm -hmm. flows so much more better and the better conversations that we have because we're standing as ourselves. We're not trying to put these masks and labels on as somebody else. We're being who we are. So when we're authentic, everything allows to shine and the creativity that comes through I think is going to benefit everybody. And it's not just about having a 50-50. It's about being authentic. It's about having authentic leaders and allowing them to shine as to who they are. And when that happens, I feel that there's going to be a better energy and a better balance throughout as well. Um, I don't agree that there's ever a man or a woman who's better for the job. I think their skill set has to come down to it. It doesn't mean that a woman should be doing this and a man should be doing that. It should be based on their skill set and how they can lead authentically to bring out the best in their team to be able to drive that business even better. Um, You know, there's things that happen in my business and I will go to my partner and say, what do you think of that? And get his ideas of it. Yes. So there's this collectiveness and then I'll talk to my girlfriends or, you know, other women who are in business and I think we just need to allow all of that to sort of flow through beautifully. But, you know, having that authenticity come through in business is really where we need to start. Yeah, yeah. And, And it is truly about that balance in conversation, that balance in decision making, because if um, you're always making decisions from one standpoint without considering what the other, you're missing out on what you could create, aren't you? 
absolutely. I remember, and I can't remember who said it, um, they said, don't love on your products, love on your customers. Because especially as, you know, solo business owners, we get so attached to these beautiful products that we create. But we forget sometimes who our customers are. We forget who Mm -hmm. are the people that we're here to serve. And if we can yeah. love on our customers more, we're going to create better products and services to help serve them better. So it's not necessarily yeah. the products, it's our customers, it's our followers, it's our community that we're bringing together and we need to love on them more so we can actually allow that creativity to come through to be able to build what they need so we can be more of service. Yeah, yeah. Christine, I know that you've got some um, products that align with your business. How difficult was it to decide what products you were going to go into and and what they looked like? Was was that um, a wonderful process for you or did did it take a while to sort of figure out, okay, this suits and that doesn't suit, et cetera? Some were easy. Um, because they were pretty much part of my own toolkit that I wanted to give away for free. So for one of them is like create your ideal day and that's what I've used myself. Um, So some of them were easy, but then there was um, a couple of others that really took a little bit of time and I had to test with a, you know, a small group just to sort of see was it, you know, worth this was what they needed and you know what value then I could add on and I think that there's always a sort of balance because sometimes we go and especially with heart-centered you know business owners we want to go with our hearts but sometimes we need to allow that sort of business mind to come into it and go well what do they need and that's why I said when you love on your customers you can really dive in to find out what do they need and sometimes it's not what we want for our business is what everybody else they need because um, we can get stuck. And I've even, you know, fallen into that myself going, but I want that. I want that. Um, (laughs) But, you know, not everybody wants what I want. So (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) Now, one of the other things that I wanted to tell um, the audience about today, you have some wonderful worksheets and quizzes that are attached to the Corporate Escapist and, and the website. Can you tell the audience about those? Because they're pretty special little little um, oh, worksheets and things. Yeah. Look, my favourite is the core value quiz because core yeah. values changed my life. Um, obviously, like if, we, yeah. if anyone who's worked in a corporation or a business, they've always got their own yes. values. They've always got, you know, their mission statement. And one of the things that changed my life completely was having my own set of core values. So I developed a quiz yes. to actually find out what is your values um, because yeah. I really find that people need to have their own set of values that they can live and breathe um, for. And what really helped me was the fact that I made life and now make business decisions based on those values. So I don't work with somebody unless they're aligned to my values. I don't bring people into my inner circle unless they're aligned to my values so that I know that I'm creating that beautiful energy around me because we're all in alignment. Now, it's not to say that my values don't change over the years. They definitely have. But, you know, I like to keep this solid foundation. So I created a quiz just to get people's thought process happening. Um, And like I said, one of the other ones is create your ideal day because, We really need to start to dream. We need to actually create, 
this day, like I said, that you want to get up and live on repeat, that you're so excited about life again. And it's Mm -hmm. allowing you and giving you that sort of possibility again to go, well, what do I want? Like even down to the the view, the smells, the, you know, do you want to wake up on tiles? Do you want to wake up on carpet? Do you want to, you know, even the person, if you're not in a relationship, who do you want to wake up next to, you know, um, with it? You know, I even went down to the type of Egyptian thread count cotton sheets that I wanted on my bed because I'd been (laughs) sleeping on my parents' couch. You know, I wanted my own bedroom. So I went down to that particular detail. I I have to agree with you, Christine, that part of some of the work that I did in 2020 included getting clarity around my strategic foundation, my strategic intent, mission, values, um, and and all of those things. And it actually, having come from the corporate world myself, I knew about that stuff, but I hadn't actually gotten around to applying it to my own business. And when I did, what that did for me was helped me, uh, the clarity it gave me around decision-making was the big step for me. So now I look at that that body of work and gauge what I do and who I do it with in terms of that. And so obviously Christine and I are working together because our values align very closely. We we are both dreamers and 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 helpful, supported, loving, kind people. So we're very aligned on those levels. But for me, it really helped weed out some of the people that kept approaching me and saying, "We want to work with you. We want to work with you." And you could go back to that foundational stuff and go, "Ah." Oh, actually that doesn't align really with me and go from there. So I found that it was really helpful for business decision-making processes and deciding what to do and what not to do um, and and very valuable, which I was surprised about because I thought it was just a, a corporate thing and wouldn't necessarily apply to the entrepreneurial round, but it does, doesn't it? It really does. And I... Look, I always say that I was a perfectionist. Like I would literally write emails yeah. and then I'll put them in draft yeah. and then I'll go back, I'll read them again, yes. I'll put them in draft and, you yes. know, do that just yes. to make sure everything's perfect. Yeah. But now because I'm working with people who are really aligned to me, if there's a spelling mistake, yes. it's a spelling mistake. It's, you know, yeah. if I drop the F-bomb occasionally, they understand that it's yeah. like that's just who Christine is. So, I think when you really do align yourself and you know who you are and you've got those values and when you're working with that, it makes, it cuts out that sort of time that you've, because you're trying to please people. But now I'm like, oh, it's a really easy decision to make because, you know, I want to work with Tony. I want to be able to do this because we are so much in alignment and it's easy Um, opposed to, you know, putting things in draft and making sure everything's absolutely pretty and perfect. (laughs) As a reformed perfectionist, I understand completely and there's still moments where I will write an email and I'll go back and reread it a couple of times and then I'm like, no, no. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to convey the information that it needs to do. And I still get that angsty moment like Christine was coming on the show this morning and I didn't realise that I'd sent her the wrong link. And the perfectionist in me immediately goes, 
But then I'm like, it's Christine. It's okay. Just send her the right link and it's all all right. Like getting over that perfectionism was a big struggle and I still struggle with it because I like things to be well done and professional, but you're not going to get it perfect all the time. You cannot, as a human being, be perfect 100% of the time, it's just not going to work. You have to learn to embrace imperfection and just breathe through it. And I'm seriously saying I have to breathe through that sometimes because it's really angsty for me because I have that ideal that I want everything to be perfect and it's not going to be and it's okay that it's not. And um I guess that's the biggest learning for me in being on live radio is I have to accept that it's not going to be perfect every single time and that's okay. So I think that's the universe looking down at me and going, okay, we need to teach this gal about perfectionism and how destructive it is. Let's put her on a live radio show and test what she's all about. And there you go. Happens all the time and now I'm just like, oh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is so okay. true though. I always say to people, you need to remove the word perfection out of your vocabulary because yes. it is unattainable. You do. Because when you get it to is. a certain pinnacle, like if you ex- think about it in a way that you're running for a marathon, so you will yes. go through and you will build yourself up and you run for the marathon. Then you go, oh, well, I've done yes. like a 5K marathon. Now I'm going to do this. So you, you don't want to you know, just perfect it. You want to keep getting better and better. And that's the way that life is, is that we want to constantly improve ourselves. So it's not about perfection. It's about self-improvement and making things better for ourselves. Yeah. And and in in doing that, in accepting that you're not going to be perfect, you give people the permission to try things that they may not try simply because you show up as you, as imperfect as you are, and that gives other people permission to do the same thing. Um, And that's a good thing for the world. The more authentically we have humanity showing up, the more um, real that they are and the more that they embrace life not being perfect, the better we are as a human race. Absolutely. Um, Christine, Talking about values and vision, I want to take the last few moments of this show to talk about your vision and the vision you hold for the future for Christine Innes and the Corporate Escapist. Are you happy to do that? Absolutely. Why not? Um, The vision I have for myself is obviously to continue to improve because I know that there's still a lot that's going to come up as I grow as a human being, as life events happen. Um, You know, for example, I became a grandma last year and, you know, it was a life-changing event for me. And it's sort of like... amazing. It is. It is beautiful. And... Mm. um, but then there's something inside of me that's saying, I don't want to be a grandma. I don't want to be cool grandma because then I associate myself with being old and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be yeah. old. So I think that there's, for me, it's allowing and entrusting within myself more. And I think that's a vision I have for myself is the trust, the allowance to be who I am and to know that 
I always do things for the greater good. I'm, you know, I'm very much like you. I'm passionate. I'm, you know, I'm kind, I'm caring and I love on people. And I want to give more of that um, to the world. And that's really my vision um, for it. And I think that that's really, you know, works in a beautiful synergy for the corporate escape Mm. as well because as the business continues to grow, the vision I have for it is to be a leading education hub for current and um, future entrepreneurs to really help them in their life and their business because I know the struggles yes. of what it is of leaving the corporate yes. world. You need to leave that corporate identity. You need to be able to find out who you are to really shine authentically, to be able to stand out for yourself in your own business. So there's a, there's a couple of different sort of milestones that are going to happen, I can see, in the business. Um, and yeah. then obviously to to grow the, you know, the TV show, the podcast and the magazine. So these are beautiful resources for people to go back and go, and, yes. I need some help and advice. I need some inspiration. Show me yeah. who it is. And there's a beautiful now library starting to occur for people to go through yes. and to listen and to hear these beautiful stories to come through and, you know, help promote, you know, beautiful heart-centred business owners and get them known and seen and recognised onto the global stage. Absolutely. And and, an important component of that is that humans, and in the words of of Brene Brown, we are hardwired for connection. So the better that Christine and I do our job and play our role within that, the more connected connectiveness rather we have across the the world because the idea fundamentally behind the storytelling that Christine and I both do is to connect humans to one another um if we um humans without that connective component breed all the bad things of human existence so that's where deceit and lies and um all the badness of a human experience, that's where they live. If we don't shine light on the good stories and allow people to read and connect with them, we forget who we are as a human and we need to engage people to be good humans. It's dependent on us to do this job because both Christine and I have grandbabies. Well, mine's not so much a grandbaby now. It's actually (laughs) a little man, a walking, talking uh, encyclopedia of anything a four-year-old can put into their brain. But I want a world where he grows up and is enabled to be the best person he can be, no matter what that looks like no matter whether he's gay, bi, uh, an artist, a musician, an entrepreneur, a businessman, doesn't matter because the world is made up of unique individuals, each to their own. And the less we judge, and judgment comes from that place of shame and dislike and all the all the bad or unrealistic components of a human psyche, we 
we want the world to be a better place. We want people to be living their best life. We want people to be following their passion. And the way that Kristen and I do this is by storytelling. We're storytellers, we're people connectors, and we both have big hearts that love on the people that need to be shown some love. Um, Christine, quickly before we run out of time, um, the Corporate Escapist TV show is available um, on YouTube and it has its own podcast. If you want to find Christine on the Corporate Escapist magazine, jump on to thecorporateescapist.com. Payo, if you're listening live, Payo will put those links up in the comments. If you're driving, jump onto RadioTony.com and look under co-host and you'll see all of Christine's information about where to connect with her, her freebies, her book, uh, the magazine, and how you can connect and join her network and get your voice out using her amazing magazine. Christine Ennis, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you, beautiful. It is just a delight working with you and being here today. So thank you so much. Um, Every now and then um, I still get quite nervous when I'm doing shows and knowing that I had Christine on the show today, I'm like, (laughs) it's just like having an energy hug and it's a soul connection and I'm really appreciative that you could be on the show today, Christine. Oh, thank you, beautiful. Like, honestly, I just love what you're doing. I love working with you when, you know, I, I just can see that it's it's not just a business, you know, relationship. It's a beautiful friendship that we have. And Absolutely. I, I really love and adore everything about you. Oh, and the same right back at you, honey. And on that note, my wonderful listeners and watchers this week, that is Radio Tony Everyday Business done for this week. And we will be back next week with another show. And please connect with the gorgeous Christine Innes and the Corporate Escapist magazine. Bye for now. We'll see you all next week. You're like a circle that floats around me Keeping me safe and sound And when I fall, you tied a rope to me You're blessing me every day I was down with an illusion Like a sparrow with broken wings But now I shine with your reflection on me Getting back up on my feet That you should